Hello and welcome to Flippin' and Mashing! This is a podcast about pinball, arcade, video games, movies, and whatever else happens to come in our basements, game rooms that is pretty darn fun. With you is your host Parnell, and with me is... Ryan. Do you just talk louder when you say your name so you sound sexy, or...? Ryan. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like that intro better. <laughs> What's happening, Perfect. Ryan? Um, not a lot, really. I mean, I think... Uh, You're way too excited for this late at night. Fuck yeah, I am. But I'm not, you know, asleep at 1030 at night, unlike somebody. Uh, what, are you, what are you drinking tonight? Let's go ahead and kick the night off right. <laughs> so... Um, this is typical brain dead Parnell day. Uh, as I stumble around my house to get ready for our podcast, I noticed a bunch of open cans of sparkling water throughout the day that I drank. And, uh, when I picked them up to recycle them, they weren't empty. (laughs) (laughs) So next to me, I have a handful of cans. I have some uh, uh, Aha Sparkling Water that's Lime and Watermelon, which is actually really good. I have two of those that were open around my house, and I have a Bubbly Mango. So you have just a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, I have a plethora (laughs) of bubbly water stuff. Okay. Um, That is because a potential 5 a.m. wake-up call to work out and... I do not need to be drinking and then feel hungover off one drink tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Rai Rai? What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking another zero alcohol Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher. It's delicious. We have talked about this and it's probably, I think we agreed that it's probably the best hop water all around, like a very good all around hot water. Oh, hands down. I, I don't even want to fuck with anything else. I mean, that CBD water, sparkling water stuff that I got from your like local liquor store, that stuff, if you can stomach the flavor of CBD, because that's all you're really tasting is like cash, CBD, whatever. Um, that stuff I actually really enjoyed too, but the hop refresher is definitely my like my go to. I can drink that any time of day, and it's nice and refreshing. I'm always left refreshed. I really do want more hop refresher. I have a hard time finding it because that liquor store is always sold out. And then two, it's kind of expensive. Eh. Eh. Expensive compared to... What? Sparkling water? Mm, sure. But I mean, at a buck, what is it, like a buck 25 with tax, technically, for a four pack? I mean, it's a little bit more than a soda from a vending machine. So I guess it all depends how you look at it. If you're trying to get the most bang for buck, I mean, the water coming out of your faucet uh, by far is the cheapest way to drink liquids in your house. But if you're looking for something to, you know, not drink eight of, but to, you know, have one or two or three over the course of a long day, you know, 
hop refreshers totally or where it's at. If um if you were using it as a replacement to alcohol, then yeah, I mean it's really not any more or less expensive in my mind than, you know, beer at that point. I think it's cheaper. It probably is. I mean, unless you're drinking some really like sewer water shit, but you know. I get a lot of craft six packs for ten dollars. Yeah, so a four pack for like five dollars is the best deal ever. It is. I thought Lagunitas came in a six pack, like a not their not their hop refreshers. They come in four packs. The six. I thought it was six bottles and oh. Mm -mm. How much is it? It's like four or five bucks for a pack. Oh okay. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, it's like it essentially equates to being like. A dollar twenty-five with tax per bottle, so it's not bad. Uh, and by the way, as far as Parnell, what you should be doing is going to your liquor store and telling them you just want to order a case, and then they can just order you a case when they put their order in, and then you get six four-pack cases. I don't know if they, I don't know if they would save it for me. Like they would if you ordered it through them. Oh, you mean like pay them ahead of time? Yeah, or they might ask you to just pay when they when the shipment arrives, but they'll just order extra for you. Yeah, but then I don't... What if I just ghost them? Well, then they probably won't fucking help you again in the future when you want them to get special liquor that they don't stock normally. I guess I've never asked... Dude, liquor stores will like totally try to help you get whatever the fuck drinks you want if you go in there and ask nicely. I've gotten them to I've gotten local liquor stores that have no right carrying some of the shit that I've asked them to. And in some cases, it's been so successful because they bought like an extra case and was just like, fuck it, whatever. We'll put four of them out and see how it goes. They ended up started stocking it consistently because it sold so well. Oh, so a ton more people bought it. Right. I one time requested a liquor store by my work to get the Game of Thrones beer. And then I, they said, oh, yeah, we'll look into it. And then I never went back. So I don't know if they got it. Okay. Well, the liquor store down the road from you that has like rewards accounts and shit, you should totally hit them up. I do have a reward account with them. I know you do. I, I bought your birthday present using your reward account. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Or you got like the points or whatever. I it, I don't know if I you like, you spent all my money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I walked up and I'm like, um, hello, I'm a jackass named Parnell. Uh, you can't miss me, and I'd like to buy some alcohol. <laughs> Use my ID too. <laughs> yeah, oh, they didn't card me, so it worked out perfect. It's because your beard is so luscious. I saw a picture of you fishing this weekend, and I was like. Wow, that is a beard of a fisherman. Maybe. You might, not might be a fisherman's beard much longer. You might you might be crabbing or whatever they call it. Like he wants to send you up to Alaska. Mm, you know, those guys work uh, a fuckload of hours, but the opportunity to have like half the year off or die. Well, I mean, you know, commuting down to the cities every day, I could just as easily die. So Eh, it's a give and a take. Um, what is new in the pinball news that we want to, or should we start with the game room? What do you think? 
I think we should do game room stuff. That seems to make the most sense to me. Because if we don't, then we'll never get to the game room stuff. That's true. You want to go first? No. I'd like to hear what, what your updates are. All right. Um, I think everybody knows that ACDC is sold. That money is sitting uh, in my mattress. Uh, I have a belly kiss, and the rebuild kits for the boards came on Tuesday. So, I got to work. The solenoid driver board has been... Mm, no. Is that the board? The one with the 5 volt and the 12 volt, whatever that is. I rebuilt it and finished that today. And I did that, like, last night and today. I did the auxiliary lamp board. And and on all these boards, I'm reflowing the header pin. Because, uh, like, on the auxiliary lamp board, holy guacamole, most of those pins had, like, cracks in the solder joints. Perfect. <laughs> yes. And on this, there's like a there's like a sound there's a soundboard that I did the cap kit on as well. I have another. Uh, I have an MPU kit. However, I bought a new MPU for this because the alkaline damage was massive. It looks like the lower third of that MPU is jacked. Probably not as bad. I need to clean it with some vinegar still. I I ordered the rebuild kit just to try it. And if it works, it works, and I'll put it in the game. However, there's so many stupid little parts, like resistors and stuff, that it really makes me want to buy a desolder gun. Hacko makes a... What do they call it? It's It doesn't need a station. It's just like a mobile solder sucker station, or solder gun. So, like, the gun has the pump inside of it. You just plug it in. And go to Pound Town or Suck Town, I guess you should call it. They're about two hundred dollars. It's like the FFAR three hundred one, I think, is the newest model. And at this point, it's on my Christmas list. So, how many months away is that? Six more months. <laughs> well, maybe I'll get you for Secret Santa on pin side, and uh, I'll just buy it for you. Oh, thanks, Sugar Daddy. Yeah, no problem. Um, I thought you were going to give me a new game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a Digimon uh, <laughs> pinball machine. Uh, I'll find you a, a, a matching one to the one that I have. That can be your, your game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's see. So I have a couple c- connectors to repin because I really didn't want to do them all. And then I realized that they were the ones that plugged into the MPU board, and I said, ugh, these should be repinned, because if the alkaline did get on them, or the corrosion spread to the pins, I don't want to deal with it. So, back to the original plan of every header being repinned, it will be done. I'm already, like, 90% there. I redid the rectifier board. What else was on that one? Yeah. So once that board's in, I'll put it Put the head back on the game, and then we'll be able to to uh, test it out. I know that the left flipper mech was like the um was kind of stiff; it was dragging or something. So I'll have to finagle and monkey with that. 
Just those, just those little tweaks. Then, what day did I visit you? Someday. Okay. I think it was Thursday. Last week, right? It was Thursday last week. (sighs) Ryan has pawned off Joker Poker on me. (laughs) Just temporarily, because you're going to repin it. And you're better with the boards than I am. Yeah. So I might have ordered some parts for it. That's exciting. What'd you buy? I ordered Titan rubbers. If you tell me you've ordered an all-in-one board, I'm literally stopping the podcast right now, driving up to your house, and I'm beating you over the head. Oh, no, I didn't do that. I ordered LEDs and rubbers. Okay. And then I have a parts list for PBR, Pinball Resource, for other parts. But I haven't ordered it yet. They're just a list. Did you buy the LEDs from the same place that I buy my LEDs from? We're going to keep that a secret, listeners. You guys don't need to know where I get my LEDs. It's just somewhere. I, does the silence tell you that, that it's a no? I hate you. Well, I only did that because if it's if I do buy it, then I'm good. Well, you're not buying it, though, at this point, I think. You had a day to think about it. I'm kind of getting a little clingy to it. Yeah. You're you're okay. Well, it's whatever. in it's in the perfect condition where I could care less about it once it's at my parents' house. That is true. Right? You just gotta pay me for the condition. Correct. The machine. Yeah. Yep. I took Oh my gosh. We should kind of go into we, we talked about the pickup, but then when I came to your house, uh <laughs> you told me like none of the there's like no real leg bolts <laughs> none <laughs> all the leg bolts were like uh they weren't leg bolts anymore they were just fucking threaded bolts that you buy at ace hardware like with big nuts <laughs> like big bolts yeah with nuts and when you look at the thread it was stripped to hell uh so i got it to my house <laughs> And uh, I carted it into the gra- the basement, and I put it on its butt, and I just kind of left it there for a day. And I said, uh, he said the leg straps, like, they're messed up. So maybe I'll throw it up on its legs, leave the head off, and just, you know. I took the MPU board out, and I cut the battery off. And so I'll put a remote board on, because the boards look good. They do. The boards look good. And you want to know something? One of those boards connectors, guarantee you. <laughs> Has no issues. <laughs> Thank you, operator. Uh, so I went to put the the two front legs on so I could tip it forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> actual pinball leg bolts would not go in and or hold the legs in. Then I grabbed the leg bolts that came with it, and those would not work either. That is correct. I did not feel comfortable. I don't know how this person had that standing. I'm assuming it just wiggled a lot. Yes. With little children around, too. Yeah, no thank you. So, like, little kids were coming over and pushing and pulling and God knows what else on this machine. It was, like, half a blonde ones away from just, like, falling over and 
spilling onto some poor unsuspecting child. Oh my god. Uh, so I put those big leg straps in. I I ended up just tipping the game onto my cart, jacking it up above the handle so I could take the glass off, and then I inst- like lifted the playfield and then installed the leg new leg. I don't even know what they call them. The big bad ones. Leg plates. Yeah, big leg plates, not the little tiny guys that come with those mm-hmm. with nails. And um, got it up on its legs, and then I kind of started pulling it apart. I got like uh, all the plastics off to wash. So even though I would probably order new ones, I will wash them and then probably... What I've been doing is I grab all the crap, all the old stuff, and I put it in a baggie, like a gallon bag, and then I sell that. And it's not a lot of money, but it's like gone. But it's still like posts, broken plastic, more cracked plastics. Um, Flipper Max, pop bumper parts, like if all that stuff gets replaced, somebody, there's some cheapskate somewhere that would totally use it. So I would rather have someone use it than just chuck it in the garbage. So Galaxy, those parts, I have a few left, like of posts, but all the other displays and the rectifier board and some other stuff, plastics, all got, some guy actually just bought it. He saw my ad, even though it expired, he hit me up and he just bought it. Nice. So I have a like a baggie of crap from Kiss, and I'll have one from Joker Poker. And yeah, you don't make much money, like I said, but it's nice that it goes to a a place that might use them. Yeah, absolutely. But every piece of metal is rusty as hell. I've never seen side rails rusted like this. So I have a sanding polishing wheel for the side rails, shooter plate, and then I did. My bad. Use them on the legs, and the legs look good, but I couldn't get the inner inner crease. And then some guy in the evaporust thread kind of gave me some info on why I shouldn't do that disc to the legs as they are plated, where the other metal is not, and so the grain just comes out again. Where plated legs, it'll take the plating off, which... Uh, the rust already kind of pitted it. So I really didn't super care. But e- using the evaporust method is probably one of the best ways to do legs. Hey, Parnell. Yep. You know, I, I hate to make you do this right now on the podcast, but uh, I want to hear those words. Three three words. Hmm. Yep. Come on. You were... What'd you, you say? Were... No, I'm asking you to say these. About what? I'm asking you to tell me, Ryan, you were right. You were right about what? The evaporust. Oh, you told me that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I told you we should just evaporust the legs uh... and the other stuff. And you're like, uh, I got some disc. I'll just use that. <laughs> <laughs> Man. From the parts I can see, they look great. Yeah, yeah. I never look at the backside of a leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, I mean, you are right. Woo! Evaporust. Uh, <laughs> someone just made a post that they used a 4-inch PVC pipe at 36 to 40 inches long to fit all four pinball legs in the container at one time. So, I was thinking I would have to go to Home Depot or something tomorrow for some junk i could 
maybe see if they got like a four foot chunk of PVC, four inch. Then he did a standard cap on one end and a screw cap on the other side so you can just open it, drop your legs in, screw it shut, and then when you're done, you can screw it shut and leave it so that evaporust doesn't evaporate. So you can use it again. You can use it a handful of times until it's its life is how much rust it like eats. So that it can only handle so much rust and then it becomes kind of worthless and you can dispose of it. Yeah. I didn't know that. So now that I can like leave a semi-toxic container of liquid somewhere in my house, I'll, I'll go do it. Maybe I'll just leave in the kid's closet or something. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, that is it. Oh, hey. Hi. I freaking tipped skill roll back to put the leg levelers on this damn game, right? They've been sitting here for like probably a year. I have some leg levelers for it that have like a little rubber or not rubber, but it's like some sort of like clear pad so that Mm -hmm. it didn't scratch the shit out of my floor. And, uh, there's two are two, like, uh, the little discs with the nut in it, whatever they call those are missing. Hmm. And two, the other two that are there are obviously rusty to hell and loose because they're just nailed in. So uh, I'm trying to source those and they're almost impossible. Sounds like you should sell it. (laughs) Uh, uh Uh-oh. I might have ordered the coin acceptor. Perfect. Then, Then you'll be able to sell it for more. Yeah. Yeah. So my game's missing fucking everything. Not anymore, because I've already, you know, paid about my my mortgage on this game of having it mm-hmm. come back to, to life. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, someone on Pinside, uh, this guy named Travis, he was redoing his skill roll and his looks gorgeous. And I think, I thought he was also doing a project like DIY scratch build, but he had a CNC shop remake the coin acceptor, which mine was totally missing along with every other piece of metal. And, uh, so I hit him up. Uh, I've helped him a bunch. Well, not a bunch, but like he had a handful of questions. I helped him and told him about like doing all the bulb sockets and he helped me and he's going to get me a coin acceptor. I think a CNC guy's going to make it, and I'll finally have a real one that looks good. That is it. That's my game room update. It's very boring. I do have to work on Joker Poker. You do? You should talk about the Joker Poker boards. What about them? You made a comment about how there would be no pin problem on one of those connectors. Yeah, I think we talked about it when we picked it up, but uh, there was an operator some amount of time ago that for, I couldn't even tell you why, but they decided to take one of the main connectors to the driver board, um, completely cut it off, and then just solder the wires directly to the contacts on the board. So those contacts, I'm sure, are going to be solid <laughs> for the for the rest of the life of that board 
luckily though the operator had the foresight to instead of just replacing the like i don't know what would you say like 16 pin connector instead of doing that they decided to go like crazy nuts overboard and cut all 30 wires and plug them all into a different connector that they had to make so that way you could continue to take the head off of the game to move it so i don't know there's some head scratching going on for sure there but should probably work the i don't know if it was just Gottlieb. i guess the bally sterns kind of had some like pin corrosion things too but my goodness these system ones i mean every pin side post when someone's like hey my system one is having it did you repin it is the question like everybody asks it right and uh the interconnect that goes between the driver board and the MPU board is very common. So, and in hindsight, back before I came down, I repinned a spare harness, interconnect harness I had here uh, when I was using testing Steve's roller disco. And sure enough, I'm repinning it and I'm like going through it. There was like four or five wires that just fell out of their pins. And I'm like, no wonder why Steve's game didn't work. This harness was falling apart. So I had a, some wires were actually, you could see corrosion. Like when you took the wire out of the pin, you would, you could see the corrosion creeping into the wire. And so I just ran new wire uh, for those ones. But now I can see why some of these operators do this. I don't agree with it, but yeah. So now a couple of these connectors were just cut off soldered direct and then they added that molex for so you can still take it apart i don't know if i'm gonna take it off i'm kind of like torn yeah well if it's your game i just leave it as long as it works that's what i'm thinking i'm like in reality i would pro- I'll probably buy the connectors they're a couple bucks they're um you can't get this style anymore they've kind of been faded out great planes might have something they've been I guess Molex has discontinued and AMP may have as well. So all that I can find now is like these arcade double-sided ones. And I don't know when you go double-sided, do you put pins on both sides to to kind of put tension and hold it? Or you just leave the one side blank? I don't know. But that's the only connector I can get. I'd probably just order those to replace it at some point. But I don't know. Yeah, probably. If, If the original board stay in it, I'll just leave it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. All right, what's new in your game? I've been rambling for freaking ever. Yeah. Um, so no new games yet. Um, the only updates I have is I ordered Flipper. Uh, God, what what were they called? Okay, so I ordered for Rick and Morty Flipper Bushing Spacers. Uh, from a gentleman off Pinside, and I also ordered a 3D printed portal protector hole, like portal hole protector uh, that is 3D printed in its uh, glow in the dark green. So those came in today. So I need. Oh, to, today. Yeah. So I'm gonna need to put those in. Um, so that. Those I'm holding off until the other mods that I ordered from fucking some company gets here. I'm kind of pissed at them. I ordered like the parts like 
the same time I ordered some other Rick and Morty parts and the other Rick and Morty parts showed up here last week, like the day you came down and looked at it, they showed up right afterwards in the mail and this other company, I'm still just fucking sitting here waiting. I emailed them last week and I'm like, Hey, so you guys gonna like ship this stuff or what? And their response was, Oh yeah, it'll be shipping out this week. Still haven't seen them, but whatever. Um, my Metallica 3D snake mod finally came in. I swear to God, I ordered it like two and a half months ago, uh, which also means that you got your snake decal because my kit came with an extra one. And that's really about it as far as like updates downstairs. I wish I had more to kind of talk about. Um, the Rick and Morty mods I bought, I bought the Whirly Durly mod for the ramp. I bought the Anatomy Park sign for the ramps. I ordered the ramp stiffening kit uh, to make the ramp stiffer and also help with uh, rejects a little bit and uh, kind of protecting from air balls as well. And then I also ordered the Mega Seed Tree Top because although they used and included in the game a mega seed tree like trunk they didn't put the top part on there so i ordered the little top part that like has the actual seeds hanging off the top of it so that and that also helps uh, to stiffen up that plastic ramp too because the ramps on rick and morty are definitely uh they, they flex a lot like a lot so no. Yeah. I mean, they're long, I guess. Yep. Yep. That That's about it, really. Um, as far as game room updates, pretty boring. Played some turtles tonight with Chelsea. It was a lot of fun. Which turtle were you? Uh, Raphael. How come? And Chelsea was Michelangelo. Uh, I like picking Raphael because he immediately has a mode lit. Mm-hmm. So I can immediately get into a, a mode rather quickly. What I'll normally do is try to like build up my turtle power multi-ball and then have that prepped, then start a mode with Raphael. Then I will uh, start turtle power multi-ball and use that to kind of help me with the mode. Oh, see you and your little rules. You get all into it. I do. You're right. I do. Crazy me. Uh, I'll also sometimes choose Donatello and I'll purposely attempt to start foot one, two, three, uh, and then shoot the right ramp while foot one, two, three is running. So I don't actually start turtle power multi-ball, but I get the, one of the two ramps lit to start the mode. Uh, then I'll complete the left ramp. I'll light my mode. And again, same thing. I'll Start the mode, then shoot the right ramp, start turtle power multi-ball, kind of go from there. Huh. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember some of these, but, like, you totally lost me on all stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping some of our listeners are kind of able to follow along. If not, I'm just literally babbling on about absolutely fucking nothing. Um, so, with that being said, I guess we can go ahead and change topics here. To go on that of my lack of expertise, I was playing Lord of the Rings the other day, and I was 
in a multi ball started another multi ball or a mode or something. I don't know. I don't really remember. But all of a sudden the freaking audio just cranked up. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah, it can. Well, no, like the audio almost doubled. And then when, when one of those modes ended, it went back to normal. Uh, sounds like board problems. You should probably sell it. Hmm. I really like it because it makes me feel like I'm a good player. Okay. What's next? Uh, yeah, so we're going to withhold uh, names for now because I haven't gotten official permission. But I really want to congratulate one of our listeners who did one of the coolest things ever. Uh, they just bought a P3. So congratulations to that listener. And that listener did let me know that they bought the Heist Playfield and the Lexi Lightspeed Playfield. So, you know what's crazy? Congratulations. Seriously. This is the crazy thing. We started kind of interviewing and just talking P3 a ton ra- randomly, I don't know, a couple months ago. We've had a handful of listeners reach out and uh, thank us uh, because no one else really talks about P3. And then we have a listener that had interest, went and played one, and then bought it. Yeah. Well, that's we, wild. We've even had people reach out to us from other podcasts now asking us to come on and talk about our experiences on the P3. Is that going to happen? Oh, that got delayed, didn't it? It got delayed, but I was actually contacted by someone and asked if I'd come on and talk about the P3 on their podcast. So that's kind of someone different. Too. No, same person. The one that got delayed. The one. Yep. All right. I will be excited when you're on that, we'll have to post it all around because that's a pretty decent sized podcast, I think, because he's a a new person to the hobby. Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, I think it's just really awesome that we're able to help shill get P3. No, we're we're the Zach Mennies of P3. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's more I'm really happy and excited about my purchase in a P3 and I'm really excited to see what innovations and, and the continued uh, projects that they have that they're working on, uh, obviously, because that'll be one of our topics here in a bit. What do you but, mean? Uh, how yeah. how are you going to fit another P3 in your basement when they come out with the next game? I'll slide it underneath one of my other games because oh. all the same size. They're ju- I was joking that you're going to buy another game. You just have to buy a play field. Yeah, I just have you're to buy a You're not picking up what I'm laying down, my friend. Well, you're laying down some shit, apparently, yeah. and I'm just stepping in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yes. Should we should we talk about that little hinty hint that they dropped today? Yeah. So, some pretty exciting news from Jerry himself. Yeah, freaking sneak attack over here, Jerry. So I'm going to read it just in its entirety because it's only a few sentences. Well, no, um, I mean, this is that's not the full update, though. Yeah, but I'll go over. Uh, I'm going to put the, the link in the show notes. Yes, where you can read the full announcement text. Because there's there's more product announcement stuff than just this P3 thing. Or I. Yeah, right. Like P3 is their pinball game and then the P-Rock. OK, go yes. ahead. OK, so. Uh, Jerry Stellenberg, we've been fairly quiet over the last few months, but rest assured we are hard at work developing a long list of new games and features for the P3, 
and our control system products. How we, how will we and our partners top recent releases of Heist, new mini games, networked head-to-head gameplay, Twitch Connect, USB, Bluetooth headset support, and a record-breaking 15-ball multiball? Stay tuned. Existing P3 owners, like myself, uh, will continue to get new games and features at the fraction of the cost of a new machine, and others will have even more reasons to join the family, which I really do hope more people do. Uh, The last bit is probably the most exciting. Our next full P3 game kit is based on a, quote, amazing licensed theme, and Scott Denise is working on the audio package. So the kind of exciting part here is we already knew that Scott Denise is working on the audio package because he was rad enough. And so was Jerry for him to release that information on our podcast that he's doing the audio, but it's a licensed theme, which is going to be a first for multimorphic. And I am super fucking like stoked, super duper pumped. I am so excited. It sounds like it. I was trying to come up with what to say. Like, like it makes me want to not not buy a P3 until I know. Because, like, what if it's so good? I need that game. Then you'll just have to also buy it in addition to the other games. But I only have so much money this year, right? Like, I can get one a year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless I start selling junk around my house yeah you know you could do that and then weirdly you'd be able to get more than one a year (laughs) Uh, i'll just sell all my wife's christmas decorations (laughs) if there's money in a man do it (laughs) i don't know if there's money i mean obviously something like 20 bucks is 20 bucks for a whole box hey there you go um we were trying to come up with the theme scott has kind of like a dance EDM kind of twist to stuff. I don't know if he DJs. He listens to a lot of things, but he um, has his kind of style. And I was trying to come up with, like, think of themes that might fit his style slash personality. And I mentioned one to you earlier. That would be neat. What was it? Blade Runner. I know. And I started immediately gushing about that like the moment i thought about it because scott denisi on some blade runner music while you're trying to figure out who's a replicant and who isn't uh fuck yes <laughs> that could be so cool but that could also totally be a heist uh mini game like you could use the heist play field get new plastics and redo heist and turn it into cyber runner of blades you know, because <laughs> we always need knockoffs. Yeah, why not? My dog just loves coming and visiting, and then turning around and leaving. Hi, Gus. Bye, Gus. Uh, part of me wonders if it's he's he's kind of into the '80s. So, like, do you think it's an '80s thing? I don't think it has to be, but I oh. kind of just leaned '80s. And that's why I said Blade Runner. I mean, it definitely could be something else other than the '80s. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of consensus going around right now on the P3 discord and uh, the fact that Jerry talked about it openly on our podcast. Uh, I, I still think we might have to consider my little pony as a runner. I'm not sure if it's a front runner, 
but I think it's a possibility. <laughs> so he I took, can't even finish saying that without like laughing. He took everybody's joking things and he's not going to make it real. I mean, he could. I'd still buy it. I'd, I I think it'd be fun. It could be. Hmm. I think on the P3, any licensed theme could be stellar. While I was eating dinner between screaming children, I thought, why am I only thinking movie licenses? This could be a video game. And it would be smart to be a video game because there's a fucking video screen in the two-thirds of the play field. Think about that. Mm, Metal Gear Solid. Oh. The pinball machine. Don't you say that. <laughs> if it was like Tomb Raider, Metal Gear, Legacy of Kane, I would immediately chop some nuts, sell some body parts. Yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I actually reached out to Jerry and I was like, hey, man, uh, keep up the good work and uh, you, you let me know when I can buy a play field because uh, I'm, I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so in his wording, it sounds like. Well, and and this post that he made, it also came with a couple pictures. And in the pictures, you see a CNC machine where you see uh, sections of the mini play field, the, the back play field section uh, cut cutouts. I don't know if they give away anything, though. Were you looking at those? Were you zooming in? Were you getting all the the details? Yes. Yeah, so I'm actually looking at one of those pictures right now. And, um, oh boy, give me a second here. I'm trying to, yeah. So it looks like it's just one level. It's not like some crazy two level, multi-level play field. Um, so we can, by my amazing deductive reasoning. There's a insert that looks like an arrow. Yep. So I'm guessing we'll be using that upper flipper. Um, another. Well, and I'm not. Yeah, that's a guess. Oh, I can my gosh. Assume. Do, are those two ramp entrances? We're not sharing screens, so it's hard for you to see what I'm poking at. But if you're zooming in on the, the left piece of wood that's routed out, mm-hmm. that top left. There's two little like mini rectangles that are kind of not fully cut through. Yep. Those look like ramps to me. Well, what are these little, um, little, uh, what do you call those? Like parenthesis looking things. That's where the pop-upper is going to go. I'm like 90 some odd percent sure about that. Uh, but the one to the left of that, that like there's like three sets. It kind of looks like an arrow. I wonder if that's just metal support beams or something. It could be metal support pieces. It could also be a subway because you got to remember this is going to have more yeah. subways than New York, presumably. Um, if you look, though, there's not many places for balls to come up or drop in through this play field. Well, something that's kind of interesting is if you actually look at it, it looks like the orbit's not going to be the furthest left shot. Yeah. So if you look at it, viewers, I mean, you'll you'll just kind of Parnell's going to 
share some pictures and you can try to look along with us as we talk it through. But where you would kind of expect the geometry of the machine to allocate a huge orbit, it's not as orbity across the entire playfield. Instead, it looks like the orbit kind of stops like two thirds of the way through. I see what you're saying. So I'm kind of wondering if there isn't an uh, the left orbit shot actually doesn't go to an orbit, but it goes to something else completely. Some sort and, of mech. Yeah, some sort of mech. And then you can definitely see where I think there's a subway there at the very top right of the top left piece where a ball could be kicked out of or, you know, uh, diverted underneath the play field. But yeah, there's definitely like a whole bunch of stuff over there that kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit. The other interesting thing though, is I'm kind of looking here and it's sort of looking like we're going to have some magnets. I think. (laughs) Really? I think. What, what makes you say that? Um, looking at the backboard. Yep. I'm looking at it too. Cause I was like, wow, can I line these up? Like quarter, that little corner, quarter uh of a circle yep that could be where a magnet goes and then the other thing if you actually notice parnell looking at that same backboard piece you can see where the orbit actually pokes out behind the um back box like do you see the opening that little rectangle on the left yeah that's where that orbit piece that i was talking about it's gonna actually stick through there but this is gonna have some cool mechs i'm like confident of that and i think it's gonna have a really cool layout just based on like the few p3 play fields that i've played with myself this is the funny god i I feel like a bunch of fanboys but like this is like the innovation and stuff everybody's clamoring for but then no one talks about I, I think it's just because a lot of people haven't had enough time with it, and I think they have a lot of... It's because it's not real pinball. <sighs> yeah, they have a lot of prejudices like that. Like I definitely have a friend um, who, the first time I showed him this game, he's like, why'd you buy a virtual pinball? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this was, of course, through video. It wasn't him, like, here. So I definitely could see how a lot of people are like, well, this isn't real pinball, or blah, blah, blah telling you right now this is a real pinball and i'm excited to hopefully see another cool mech that mounts somewhere over the play field that lower two-thirds over the screen and if i had to if i had to bet based solely on what i think i know I'm guessing the next cool mech we might see in this, if we're going to see um, it, is going to be a upside-down scoop. That's my guess. Could be totally wrong, though. Uh, To put context with Ryan's statement, so you can't have a scoop above or in the LCD screen. So, like... The scoops you'd have in Metallica on the right. Uh, what what other game has one? Like Medieval Madness's Catapult. You can't have that on the P3 uh, on that lower two-thirds. So what they'd have to do is 
to do a similar mech, they have to flip it upside down so the ball goes up into the mech instead of, excuse me, instead of down. So I think that's what you mean, right? So the ball yes. is going to scoop up. Yep. But that could be another thing that's actually on the lower two-thirds play field. If you notice uh, in his picture, on the left side of the room, there is a whole lot of empty chunks of wood where they made a bunch of those play fields. Oh, they're cutting them. Oh, yes. But they're also cutting other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting seeing all the the black cutouts. Do you see that piece of, like, polycarbonate black plastic? That almost looks like something, too. I don't know if it's part of the new game or if it's something that I've clearly seen on my machine and I'm just totally spacing because I'm seeing a whole bunch of them cut out. But that could also be part of the the hint. They, they could have included more than what we realize. We also can see if you hyper zoom in, uh, it is 80 degrees. <laughs> so it's Texas, man. It's hot. We, we got that. I zoomed in on um, that piece of black plexi or metal above the stacks of dollar bills. I mean, wood. Yeah. And uh, you're right. It I can't tell what it is. It almost looks like a sideways lightning bolt or something, but maybe it's Captain Planet because he's our hero. Uh, yeah, it totally could be. That could be a fun game. Going to take pollution down to zero. You know it, buddy. <clears throat> Does the other picture give any hints? It's kind of just the CNC rowdy table with six router bits. Yeah, I'm not intelligent enough to be able to look at those and be like, oh, yeah, it's well, you see. <laughs> it's a better better image of the 80 degree weather. And, it is. Uh, you're right. Like, ah. I can't tell. I don't. I can't tell with Jerry if he would. I don't know if he's sneaky where he would drop hints in the pictures, kind of like what Stern does or feels like they do, where they have like the game theme is in the background. I don't think it's anything like that, but I definitely do think that, um, you know, you can definitely see that they've been cutting out a bunch of stuff. The playfield's right there. Just figure it out, Ryan. You know what? If if the hive mind that was able to pick apart Rick and Morty from the upside down playfield, uh, you know, collectively gets a, a look at this, I bet we'll have a pretty good idea of what it could be. But the P3 has some seriously cool and totally unique stuff that they're able to do with that platform that I think some of the mechs, you know, could be first times we've seen them. So it's going to be really hard for us to kind of get a, mm. a good idea of like what's going on. I just realized that a lot of these um, router cuts aren't complete. Like, you know, they leave little spaces so that the wood stays stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there might be a lot of, a lot more playfield sections that are actually removed. And what I see is just, uh, you know, an almost like the, like where you think the pop bumper it's uh, two semicircles yep. that almost touch. That, in theory, could be cut out completely to be a hole. So there might be more holes in the playfield than I thought. Right. 
and that one arrow on the right side looks like a middle finger. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yep. Huh. But that's that's super exciting. But hey, so I think you're right about the pop bumper because to the right lower of that is what looks like a four to five stand up target bank. Mm-hmm. Which I yep. think is also in Lexi Lightspeed and Heist. Cosmic doesn't have a pop bumper. That's right. So it is Heist and Lexi that have a pop. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that that's what that area is. But yeah, I definitely see the two ramp entrances that you're talking about. We we can pretty much automatically deduce that the upper flipper is going to be used because that arrow shot is going to be impossible <laughs> if you aren't using the upper flipper. Yeah, and it kind of looks like maybe similar to Heist, there's like a an entrance up the middle of some sort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. That left back is interesting because it is uh, further forward from the back play, like uh, what do you call the back part that stands up? I don't know. What do you call that? Uh, The back plane? I don't know. The backboard? Backboard? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be a magnet underneath that orbit based on the cutouts on the backboard too. Because you can see that big, like chunk that's cut out right underneath where that orbit would stick through the backboard. Yes. See what I'm talking about, but yeah. Hmm. So definitely excited to see what's going to end up happening with this. And I'm super excited to see what uh, theme we're going to end up with. Uh, Hmm. I keep wanting to say like, do you think it do you think it could be a video game? I don't I don't know if it's going to be a video game only because I think licensing it might be more difficult. But I could totally be wrong and it could be a video game. I just don't know. I mean I don't What see, other pinball machines have done video games? Well, golly, but that was ugh, way way back when. I I think video games could do it. I oh, mean, yeah. uh, Nick no, I think it Nick could. did Quest for Glory, but it wasn't well fully released. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he did it, but we don't know if we're ever going to see the light of it, and that's due to licensing stuff. But that's because he made it before he got approval. Like, kind of a learning experience. Sure. I think the people, if if they made a game that was. Anybody that played it that was kind of our age-ish and up, so you're talking like Atari 2600, NES, Super NES, Sega Genesis, that kind of era, to original Xbox, PlayStation 2. I mean, those those, those people have, they're adults now, they have money, they're spending on toys like, obviously like we do. So I would think that, that a Halo pinball would be huge, Tomb Raider, which some guy's making a homebrew Tomb Raider on Pinside. What is the other one? Metal Gear Solid? Dude, Metal Gear Solid would be a badass pinball machine. Problem is, was Konami too stupid to license that? Well, you know, and that'll, I guess, be our, you know, the one thing we have to wait on, but I'm super pumped. 
to find out what it is. Okay, so Jerry had said an amazing new game is coming soon. Stay tuned. He sends this picture out with it. You see routed playfields and playfields mm-hmm. that are punched out from that route. Four by eight. So I'm thinking it's coming soon. I mean, ah, uh, something well, within a month, right? Like a couple well, weeks. Yeah, I mean, maybe. He said soon. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, we heard soon from CGC, and uh, look where we're at. <laughs> but it looks like he has all this wood, so he's got, you know, there's step one, acquire shitloads of wood. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can clearly see that they've cut out at least some play fields in the picture. Hmm. I want to guess that within... Uh, I want to say two weeks we'll have something, some new news, but I'm leaning toward one to two months we're going to have something. I just don't like waiting that long. What a teaser. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think the fact that we got to see this much is pretty rad. And I yeah, think but this just awesome gets the juices they... going again. Like, yeah. Dang. That's, that's the point. <laughs> That's the point. But I appreciate the fact that they haven't just stayed silent until they're like, here's our next game. You know, instead we're like, hey, here's a picture. Go wild. Well, I think I think he mentioned on our podcast that the next game they release, they want to have it ready to ship or be close at announcement so that people can get the announcement and then order it. Yes. So from the looks of it, we're looking close. And who knows when this picture was taken? I don't know. Yeah, it could be an older picture. I mean, I can tell you that I did speak with, um, uh, you know, I, I did me- I did mention that I, I messaged Jerry today and uh, I told him that we're hopeful we get to have him back on soon. And, uh, you know, got my fingers crossed over here that maybe he'll have some uh, super exciting news to share when he comes back on. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool to have him back on after the release so he could talk talk with us about it. Absolutely. Especially if especially if you put some pre orders in. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to I don't know, start donating plasma or something. I got some time, but I I'm gonna have to get it one way or the other. Hey, you can go like two, three times a week donating donating plasma. Hey, there we go. Twenty bucks a shot. Or did it go up? Pandemic prices? <laughs> My God, what if it's like a hundred bucks a shot? I might start going too. <laughs> Done. I might be able to find the little holes from my my college days. All right. Well, while you're looking for your, uh, your my hole, your tracers, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. And um, the next topic is do do. Mandalorian. Uh, you have been so ice cold on this, but I'm actually really excited and I have watched the gameplay. There's parts that I'm not in love with. Um, the biggest being that it's Stern that's making it. Also, I really did not need another Star Wars pinball, I think, in my life so soon. But to be fair, 
I do think that the pro actually looks pretty packed. Um, and the raising and lowering upper play field, I could really give whatever about. So I do think that, uh, as far as like what it's missing, it looks to play very similarly to the premium. So I definitely think that if I were to buy this game, I would be getting the pro, which I have not always been able to say about other games. Yes, I, I, I don't, I'm agreeing with you that the toy that really sets it apart, which is that tilting play field, not really sure it floats my boat enough to pay that extra money. Well, I mean, you know, and the child, the mag- uh, there's only a magnet. You know, there's a magnet, right? And then the ramps so are upgraded, obviously. But sure, yep. Uh-huh. Like the the ramps, I could take it or leave it. Plastic ramps, metal ramps, they both have their pros and their cons. I'm not saying that plastics are somehow superior because they will crack and break, whereas metal won't. Um, but for home use, it's probably negligible between the two. Um, I think more though between the magnet and the raising lowering play field, it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Um, did you watch gameplay? Like the gameplay from the other night? Oh yeah. No, I've watched gameplays of both. Okay. Um, I talked to my bar owner guy and we had mentioned getting rid of Jurassic Park to bring this game in. Cause I think the theme of this is way hotter than Jurassic Park and the people that play pinball, there's like two or three people that are really into rules, but most people really like Batman Dark Knight and Batman Dark Knight is not a deep game and it's not a hard game. And Jurassic Park is stupid hard. So I think that this game Mando would do a lot better on route. So we were kind of talking about it. Um, I think it'd be a good idea for him to do it. I'm not, I, I'm interested in the game. I'm not interested in buying one, but I think the ability to like do all these missions and then upgrade your armor. I think that's awesome. I don't think I could do it, but I think it's awesome. My like big gripes are some, some of the assets are pretty cool that are utilized. And then some of them are kind of not so great. What do you Um, think about the flamethrower? It's cool. I mean, what? It's technically a shot multiplier. Yeah, but so, like the effect, right? You hit the button and it just like flames across the playfield. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, Jersey Jack did that, what, five years ago with The Hobbit? But yeah, it's cool that Stern finally got on board. No one played The Hobbit because no one liked it, so no one knew about it. I like The Hobbit. I've nearly, oh my God. nearly gotten one a few times. You don't that for like two days and you'd flip it. There's a possibility. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, Mandalorian seems really interesting. I'm just, it just doesn't quite look like the type of game I'd want um, in my collection. But I guess if I was like given one or I got some amazing deal on one, like maybe, but I'm not going to be rushing out to go buy one. I'm sure shit not going to be going out and spending the, $11,000 plus that the LEs seem to be commanding right now. Yeah, but every new game you don't have to buy. I, I'm excited to go play it. 
I like really uh I tried to watch the stream this morning while I got my children ready for daycare. It didn't go as planned, but I'll have to watch it again cuz uh when I'm, you know, listening only gets you so far. Mhm. I think the music, the the soundtrack's pretty weak. I can tell you that. Do you, weak as in it just plays the same song over and over, or there's not enough variety. Uh, all the above. I have a lot of gripes with with that. Yeah, and then the callouts. Uh, I mean, it's pretty cool to have. Uh, you know, I'm happy that the Mandalorian did get some of the callouts, but to hear uh, Chubbs doing all the callouts from Happy Gilmore, <laughs> uh, like ninety percent of the callouts are him, and I'm just like, holy shit, like. I really wish they'd went with somebody else. What? Yeah. That's like his, that's his guy though. Like that's. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, I'm. But that, but I'm you're Mandalorian. the call outs. But what about him? Cause like my gripe with them is that there wasn't enough variation, but I really liked because you are Mando when you play the game, <laughs> he is not your sidekick, but he's there kind of like giving you all these tips and uh, missions and stuff in the show so it made sense to do that yeah i'm not arguing that i'm just saying like personal gripes i don't love that voice actor doing pinball callouts personally they weren't in they weren't like pinball they were like terminator 2 where like it was arnold's first time doing pinball callouts yeah but those are still better Get the super jackpot. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. It's just he's just like talking. Yeah. But he he put some inflection. At, you know, Ernie Hudson on Ghostbusters really went bananas on, you know, super jackpot. Yeah, and that's the difference. Yeah, but in Mandalorian there's not a lot of screaming unless it's, you know, gunfire. Yeah, but you want to know something? We are I'm not watching the TV show. I'm I'm playing a pinball machine. And I want the pinball machine to pull me into the 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 Shit, what do they call it? The world under the glass. Uh, sure. Stupid term. But I still want pinball callouts. Yeah, there is a lot of pinball callouts. What are you talking about? Holy shit. He had a lot of pinball callouts. I know, but we just talked about how they aren't very good pinball callouts. And that's what I'm saying. Like I that's did, you, one did of Rick them. and Morty like just make you fucking angry at every other game? No, because they're Ernie Hudson, Ghostbusters. I mean, Ghostbusters has great callouts. Yeah, but they're over the top. Yeah. So you just want an over the top game? I personally think that callouts that are higher slash over the top are more fun. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good I mean, point. You know, there's like, I mean, we could, you know, there, there's a shitload of probably some of the all time great games have really higher octane callouts. Metallica. I was just trying to give I was trying to get you to give me some good examples so I had something to go off of. And yeah, I mean Metallica those examples Lord are of good. the Rings, Ghostbusters, Rick and Morty, uh you know even Rick and the, Morty they don't yell though, they just say funny shit. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to yell, right? Mm. But it's just like it's how it's delivered. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know that. And there's Mandalorian callouts in the game, which then counters your argument that says that, 
oh, well, you're playing as Mandalorian, so you shouldn't hear him. Okay, well, then why do I still fucking hear him occasionally, but not more often? Because you talk to yourself. Don't you? I talk to myself all the time. So then he could be talking to himself a whole lot more. (laughs) (laughs) Because he costs more. (laughs) I mean, I get that. I'm just saying, like. Oh, God. You know, uh, Game of Thrones. I'm not in love with the game, but I love the call outs. Really? So those voice actors did good work. I thought so. I haven't, I didn't like the game, so I barely played it. Mm. Like uh, Star Wars call outs. I hate Star Wars call outs. On the, the game that you owned? Yes. Mm. Was it 2016? Yeah, Star 2017 Wars. or something. 2017, whatever the hell it is. Those call outs kind of felt flat to me personally. Uh, Dwight's doing his thing with making the code all crazy. And that's kind of cool. Um, I like that you can do something that looks like you'd need a pinball bar to do it with. Hashtag cheap shot at Deep Root. Uh, but they were able to do it without needing a pin bar down at the bottom of the game to delay the launch. So it's cool that you have a shop that you can go in and select things without needing a whole separate new innovative system. Oh, the forge you're talking about. Yeah. That. Yeah. Being able to go into the forge and buy stuff, which is the same thing as what uh, Raza has from Deep Root. But instead, Raza said, well, it needs to be a touch screen so you can just make the selection rather than using the flipper buttons and the action button. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's some cool stuff. But w- is it a play? Absolutely. I'll, I'll absolutely go play it. I am excited to go play it, but I am not excited about like possible ownership. Hey, so I was listening to one of our older podcasts like a couple ago. Congratulations. And you didn't believe me that they were going to drop this game this soon. I want to point out that you're wrong. Yeah. Well, you know. Say it, Brian. I was wrong. No, say the other thing where I'm I'm the right one. <laughs> Parnell. <laughs> yes. I just want you to know. Uh huh. You were right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we're uh in foreplay mode. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh with that being said, do you have anything else to talk about or mention about Mandalorian right now? Um I still don't get why this game is sell like I f- <sighs> I feel like just by what we hear, it's selling insane. And I don't fully get that. Is is there this that like does everybody just have to buy the next game? Or is there just too many new people in the hobby? Like Alright, well, okay. So we can quickly talk about this before we get to our last topic of the night. Um I don't want to get too uh in the words of Jeremy Clark Clarkson, I don't want to I don't want to get too bogged down, you know, with, with what what's going on. But um, there's a shift going on right now where it seems like a lot of the people that had pre-ordered Guns N' Roses are all now backing out. Uh, probably because all the fucking playfield problems and Jersey Jack just goes, fuck it. Right. So that is something I guess that we need to like briefly touch on. So Jersey Jack Pinball has come out and said that moving forward, if you have any playfield issues, they will not fix them. They will not warranty the playfields. Instead, at the very end of the run of that game, 
So this could be a year or two years. You know, I might be being a bit dramatic by saying two years, but when the run comes to an end, before it ends, anyone that has playfield issues can order a blank playfield from Jersey Jack at cost, and they will send you a new playfield, and then you can do with it as you will. That is their official stance on replacement playfields. After all the pooling issues and chipping issues and just all the other bullshit going on with Guns N' Roses right now, it seems that a lot of people are starting to get cold feet and they're trying to get out of the Guns N' Roses. Now, the interesting thing is right now, uh, not in this lifetime, you know, was previously crushing it. But if you look at it, the only other new pinball machine that's come out in 2021 is Mandalorian. So Uh, what what options? What was Stern's other game? Led Zeppelin came out this year. Did it? Uh, where have you been? Oh, I thought it was late last year. Oh no, that was Stranger Things. Okay, well nobody gives a shit about Blood Zeppelin, so <laughs> let's just pretend that didn't happen because it, it didn't. So you know, right now the choices are, and sure, you've painted an even better picture. So your choices right now, if you if you have money burning in your pocket right now today, you must buy something. What are your options? You have Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Every American pinball game. Of course, those are always in stock. Um, <laughs> Monster uh, every Bash. distributor will tell you that. I don't think I, I haven't seen many people advertising Monster Bash. I think they're I think they're actually finally gone now. I think PPS has a couple. Maybe, but we're we're talking about newer releases because Monster Bash at this point is old news. So we have what Led Zeppelin. We have not in this lifetime Jersey Jack Guns and Roses. And we have Mandalorian. Well, and I guess we have Fathom. Well, that's not shipping for a while, though. Right. But those are the games that you right now, if you had to, if, if, if someone called you right now and said, hey, I will give you $10,000 to buy a machine, but you have to buy it before, you know, midnight tomorrow night. You have one day to decide. Those are your options. Well, and then the heist, I guess. That's, yeah. that's a year old i mean and that's not to throw shade at heist saying that it's not worth it but i'm just saying you know a lot of newer people right now you know they're thinking like oh well you know because multimorphic still i think up and coming so i think a lot of these a lot of people that just got into the hobby might not know about you know multimorphics oh yeah system. probably not yeah, no. So, I mean, again, we're kind of going back to those those people that like get money and they're just like, oh, holy shit, I need to buy something. So they go on to like these Facebook groups and they're like, what game should I buy? I need to buy a game right now. Um, you know, and you're going to get, you know, oh, well, you could buy this game or that game. And I always throw in heist. Uh, but, you know, I get a few Facebook likes and reacts. But, uh, you know, for the most part, your options are pretty limited, you know. And even if we include Heist, we're, we're talking about like four to five games if you're including Fathom. Yeah, there's not... Of newer games, right? Yeah, we're waiting on everything. And that's the other point. So you could say, oh, well, you know, you could get Elvira House of Horrors. Well, that's sold out until 2022. Uh, you could say, oh, well, Jurassic Park, but that's probably sold out to probably the end of 2021, maybe 2022 now as well. So, I mean, a lot of these other games that are out, 
that aren't new uh, are possibly out in the next year. Now, again, I mean, you know, Multimorphic, I know that they aren't as behind. I think they're like six weeks out right now, which congrats to them. Um, but that's also not relatively too long of being out as well. That's a nice, I think, kind of balance. But that still means that, you know, uh, a lot of these games that you could be trying to get in on right now that aren't sold out into next year, there's really not that many. And so I think, yeah, it's it's causing people to buy just kind of whatever new is coming out. And Chicago Gaming hasn't dropped their next game or even released teasers or anything else on it, you know, as you so lovingly want to bring up all the time. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of uncertainties and there's a lot of coming soons, but not a lot of come by this now. So, yeah kind of where i'm at um i also want to bring up while we're on this discussion Mm -hmm. pinball adventure who made funny factory stop it right now (laughs) we aren't even going to talk about that fucking video with the worst cgi and the lip sync not synced up to the voice it was horrible but they have announced game two without even shipping game one they are the deep root of canada they really are. Yep. So when is Mexico going to start making games? We can have this like whole North American like pinball. Well, there, there was that manufacturer member that I was looking at that had like some need for speed knockoff. Yeah. They game. were in Spain though, right? No, they were in Mexico. No way. Mm-hmm. Was it? Oh, yep. hopefully they actually ship games. My God. Well, when I contacted them about it, they wouldn't give me any prices and told me to come back later. <laughs> oh well, okay so, so maybe you do have a whole north american deep rooting oh my gosh why why on earth would you do that like do 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 they know that funny factory is just that bad or that whatever but like why get people hyped on game two when you don't even have it like ready to ship because i don't think that the three people that bought that game are probably going to be too upset if they've already moved on to the next one dude I thought we've learned this from like J-pop. Like he released in theory pre-orders for two or four games, two to four. Okay. But hold on. Not to defend J-pop here, but J-pop can actually come out with a decent layout of a game that looks fun. Yeah. But he never made a game. Pony factory looks like shit. Yes, but they never made a game either. Okay, there is technically a flipping Raza. There is a Raza that flips. What, made of goes, foam? Ding, ding, ding. No, because Carrie Hardy did play it. But that's at Deep Root. I'm talking about J-Pop before he went to Deep Root. Oh, I'm not talking about J-Pop before then. I'm just talking about right now, today. Oh, out well, of that's all a different story because he has a pinball manufacturer behind him. But yeah, I would still, you know, J-Pop is the designer that I at least care about out of the ones that were. Oh, he's discussing. a great designer. He just needs someone else, like a PM, to maintain that so that it doesn't turn into a train wreck like when he ran Zidware. Right. But that doesn't make sense to me. I You might not sell 50 Funny Factories, but make the 50, ship them, and have them for sale, their website still is under like 
beta testing. Like if you look at distributors I, and stuff, it's all fake. I don't know. I think some of it could be too that like, you know, if they seriously, I mean, we're joking about it. If they only got 10 people that bought Honey Factory, what they could be trying to do is bring out their second game now and then just throw the Honey Factory, you know, as far as like a lot of the bomb, the build of materials, they're going to be the same between them. So they kind of like sneak those in and reduce the total costs because they're, I mean, they're working on two projects, but if they did it right, most of the cost of materials and the actual labor for, between the two of them is going to be, I don't want to say comparable, but close to where if maybe they got a few hundred orders for this new Warlocks, Wizards, and what the fuck am I playing pinball game that they're coming out with, um, they might be able to reduce the amount of overhead that they have to pay to build those eight Pony factories that were purchased. Does that make sense? No, because that's not good financing for a company, but yes. It makes sense in a horrible way. Well, I mean, that's what we're kind of having to go on right now because they, as you so adequately stated, they're selling their second game and they haven't shipped their first one. So, Well, they, they haven't the, sold it yet. They've released a teaser that it's coming. Yeah, well, the only way that it makes sense to me in any way is is that reason or that you know sure. explanation. I mean, the theme is a better theme. It's a better game. It even yeah. looks better. It just needs to come out. Yep. All right, so last topic of the night. Are you ready? Do you have your picture pulled up? I have my picture pulled up. All right, so last topic of the evening. Parnell. I am so excited for Joker Poker. <laughs> While you were down getting Joker Poker and dropping off Swords of Fury so it could go to its new home, mm-hmm. you had a few minutes. And what I drank did you all do your those? hop water. Yeah, what did you do with those few minutes besides drink my hop water? Pretty much played the heist. You did play the heist. <laughs> But we also played Rick and Morty because you played never Rick and Morty. played one. Yeah. I, I haven't even seen one. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's quickly go over uh, a few things here. What did you think of the art? Like the side art being different on both sides? And... Okay, so I didn't even notice that. We didn't initially until I pointed it out. But like, I mean, it's in your lineup, so it's kind of hard to see it. But right. when you walked into your basement, it's just this bright purple. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks good, but it's definitely bright. It, I mean, we haven't seen too much purple on pinball machines, especially um, like the lineup you had. I think your AFM would be the only other bright. Yeah, because it had the game. was it alien green powder coating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it uh, it definitely pops, and there's a lot of pink and uh, purple and green in the cabinet coloring so uh yep. it sticks out looks good screen's big what'd you think of the topper <laughs> i thought the topper looked good there's uh someone made a mod and i sent you a link to it but it's just it's the same topper but they just swap out the rick and morty toys yeah i need to see if i can track down those because i think that'd be pretty cool <laughs> yeah because rick's doing the middle finger it's pretty good uh and then 
Was the game in attract mode when you told me to stare and look and wait for the wheel to spin, or were we playing a game? We were getting ready, and then I was like, wait for the portal to spin up. And then, like, right after I said that, the portal started spinning, and yeah, got to hear the portal spinning. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's an interactive-ish topper. (laughs) The portal spins, and then there's LEDs behind it. Um. It was a free topper. That's sweet. Yeah. If if Stern had sold that topper, that'd be a thousand dollar topper. I mean, they might sell it for four hundred, but yeah. The Jurassic Park one, man, that one costed seven hundred. Yeah, but that and that came one with... didn't even that one wasn't even interactive. Yeah, but it came with code, baby. Remember? <sighs> I guess, but I still that, think that it would that be a sweet, sweet DLC. Is... It'd still be a thousand dollar topper because it moves and it's integrated into the game. Uh, maybe. Um, I, I played a few games before I even let you talk to me about it. Yep. Yep. Based upon your experiences prior to me playing and your friend who like wanted to walk a wall. Wow. Wanted to walk away ball one, which after playing it, I have no idea what he was talking about. Well, it was to to defend him a bit. The game that he played was on location, with the volume way down, so you can't hear the banging music. You can't hear the callouts really. I mean, you can a little bit, but you don't get to hear all the callouts. So, eh. Yeah, but I didn't think it shot bad at all. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. I thought, based on you telling me that stuff, though, that I was going to hate it. I thought you were going to hate it, too, truthfully. Yeah, and I liked it. Given you liked it a lot. It's hard <laughs> AF. Some of those shots really are hard because they are not on spots that you're used to flipping. But they, I, I hit them during multi-balls when I you know, wasn't looking kind of thing. I was able, once we played a few games, you, you told me a little bit of like, do these things to start a mode and or start a mode and a multi-ball at the same time. And so yep. I was able to start a, a dimension one or two times and get a multi-ball pretty much every game I played. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it. I just really wasn't hitting shots good. But like the pop bumper being down low, I didn't really drain from it ever. Yeah. And then that magnet save, you had no idea that it was there. I had completely forgotten that that magus, mag, magma save was there. <laughs> that magna save is probably one of the coolest magna saves in the last 20 years in pinball. Maybe 30. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, until Jungle Lord, because that Jungle Lord did the same thing. Oh, really? Oh, I've never yeah. really played it. Dang. But, I mean, that's like a... a like a couple years after black Knight, or maybe even the same year so that's kind of like was that system seven, seven. yeah yeah i mean that's a really fucking old game so to see them breathe new life into that uh magna save where it's not just like a press a button and the magnet charges super hard and stops your ball instead it's meant to be more like a like get out of here like you swatting it back into play and it's fun because you can play with it. Yep. Like there was a time where I did hold it and actually I tapped it a bunch of times 
where it acted like it was holding and grabbing and holding the ball. Mm-hmm. And there was times where I just tapped it and it flung backwards away from the outlane, and I was fine. I just let it be. Yep. And there was times that I like threw it into the outlane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's. <laughs> It's not a hundred percent like guaranteed you're gonna save it, because uh, if you let go of it at the wrong point, it is very skill oriented. You can totally just fucking chuck it into the, mm-hmm. the outlane. So, the light show on the game is very TNA. If you oh. saw those games together, you would definitely know that they were the same ish. And the music, just, yeah. the. It was so badass to hear like the Rick and Morty theme song with this like EDM twist. Mm-hmm. It just thumps. It was good. Oh, and you got to get into the Wilhelm mode in a multi ball. Yeah, I hit some mode and then freaking <laughs> Ryan the lost dimension. his nuts. I have no yeah, idea what this stuff was. Was that? Oh, that's the sleeping one where they. No, that was the one where every time you hit a switch, you heard the Wilhelm scream that like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so bad at remembering. I actually went home and uh, the next day at work, I had Rick and Morty on in the background and I watched all those episodes and I was like, oh, wow, I remember this from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, obviously amazing theme integration. Um, well, you, you got to hit, you shot every shot in the game. Even without like, knowing it. Yeah, like there weren't shots that were impossible for you to hit. Um, To you reminded me that the uh, what would you call it? The far left orbit, the garage shot is mm-hmm. so far low on the flipper on the upper flipper that you you're you have to almost teach yourself not to flip until the very last second. Yeah. And I kept not doing that. And the only time I hit those were like multi balls where I was just kind of flipping. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I did by accident. No, you did once or twice. You hit it because you definitely got the orbit. Because you got to hear that sweet, sweet spinner sound, that dup, 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 like really bassy spinner noise, uh, which I really like. Yeah. And the fucking call outs, man. I can't say enough things about the call outs. The call outs and then the, uh, what do you, like when you end your game, like those call outs mm-hmm. where he's like making funny about pinball. I mean, those are very specific to the game and they're, there's a lot of variety. Yeah, you got to hear Rick do the uh, line man call out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, the the game, I love it. I don't have enough good things to say about it. It is challenging, but I think that's what's really refreshing about it is in a world with so many fan layouts and modified fan layouts uh, where the ramps are always in the same spot. Like, it's definitely refreshing, just like on the P3 and some of the other games I have down in my basement where the ramps aren't necessarily where you expect them to be on the flipper. Uh, So it's constantly making you change up how you're playing when you're playing the game. I, I even told you after playing a few games, I even said, I, I know why new newbies would hate this game. Oh yeah. No, it's an ass kicker. Like, absolutely. If, if you're not good at pinball or you don't want to be good at pinball, you just kind of like, I don't know, you buy games. I guess well, how I that, right? how I play like, my games, right? Like right. very casually, you're going to hate it because you're not trying to get better at it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and the game does a good job. Rick will absolutely fucking yell at you and be like, hey, dipshit, you need to shoot this shot. Like, he'll tell you what to do. Uh, the game does a really good job of telling you, like, exactly what you need to hit. Um, but if you aren't, like, able to gain control and, like, figure out your shots, yeah, it, it can definitely be frustrating. But um, mm-hmm. at the same time, there's definitely some easier shots on the game, too. Like, the 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 orbit around the scoop is, like, super easy to hit. I think that might be easier to hit than the actual scoop. Yes. And the, the lock shot's pretty easy to hit because if you biff which the, one's the lock shot that's the one that's the post remember oh Just my to the right god of the ramp the, even scott reminded me when he was on uh that post is so thin you don't even know that it's a shot and it's cool that it's there too oh totally like, i thought you'd have to hit it harder to get the ball to go up mm-hmm. and you don't and i even have a bit more angle than what spooky recommends uh same with your p3 yeah i like I like angling them a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I liked it. I want to play it more. I want to get, I want to stuff a sock in the drain and then just kind of get some modes down. Cause I think Eric's been adding tons of stuff to it. Like there's a lot of content. Yeah. Well, and there's more content planned from what mm-hmm. I understand as well. But like, you know, the most recent mode was the, was it Moon Men? Goodbye Moon Men mode. Oh my God. Um, but I mean, you know, previous to that, we got Scary Terry. Um, and, you know, I can only imagine the next, you know, implementation of modes. Um, but it's definitely pretty, pretty cool that they've been able to move the game so far along from where it started out because I mean, if so, you look at where it was six months ago or a year ago there's significantly less content than there is now there's um one two three four five. there's ten punch card things you have to do yes right are and then those are quote-unquote modes dimensions uh those are uh shit i think it's i think they're called the missions yeah, adventure. Morty adventure card. Yes, adventures. So those and are so like your adventures. Those are adventures are like uh episodes. Right. So like the look who's Persian now and uh the life of Roy. And there's now more than ten episodes in the game, right? Like they just randomly pick them for you? I think there's like eight or nine oh, in okay. total. So by default factory settings when you start a game, you automatically have four uh, holes punched for your scorecard. Now, there's definitely a lot of Rick and Morty owners that start with like two or none. Um, but by default, it's four. And when you fill up all ten, you start uh, Love Potion number nine or number five, whatever it is. The episode where uh, Rick tries to mix a Love Potion to make... Um, morty's love interest i can't believe i'm forgetting her name oh my gosh i just watched it too but yeah the high school girl right yes the high school girl uh he tries to mix it and he's like yeah it shouldn't be a problem at all unless they have the flu and (laughs) everybody has the flu uh so there's that and that's like currently the wizard mode um but i think i read that they're planning on doing another wizard mode 
So there's going to be more depth added at some point. And then I do know that there's apparently a shitload more callouts that they haven't implemented that they're working on. And then there's obviously more uh, adventures that they're going to be adding. So my, I I mean, they're going to have to have at least 10 adventures. This felt like though, from when I got home and watched, I had season one just kind of in the background. This game seems like it's only season one. Mm, no, because Goodbye Moon Men is definitely season three. No, I just watched it. What? Unless it skipped around. I think it skipped around. Let's let's check. Goodbye Moon Men. Where he sings, that guy? Uh, that's season two, episode two. Oh, then I must have started the next season but yeah see that's pretty pretty early yeah yeah there's a uh, a lot of chatter on the official rick and morty owners thread saying that they're thinking that uh season five stuff is going to be in this one too i don't doubt it if if the rick and morty peep creatives are this into that game i think they're gonna get some stuff on there i think they're having so much fun yeah, I mean, they're definitely letting Spooky take a lot of, uh, oh, I forget the term. They're letting them take a bunch of, uh, not chances, but they're allowing them to change things, like Scott being able to remix the music. Uh, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they changed the music because Nickelodeon said that they couldn't use the original music and the original cartoon. They had to make cel-shaded stuff and they had to come out with a new theme song sung by new voice actors. So um, it's pretty cool that they gave them the the artistic freedom to be able mm-hmm. to make so many choices uh, and changes with the theme. I'm and assuming I'm assuming that... Uh... They, the uh, Rick and Morty, like, uh, voices and stuff, they have a game. They have to. Because if they play their own game and they hear these call-outs and stuff, they have to just love it. Like, because <laughs> that has to fuel the fire for more content for the game. Yeah. I mean, supposedly Adult Swim's, from what I remember reading... Sounds like Adult Swim's really enjoying what Spooky's doing, and they're pretty much letting him do whatever the hell they want. Like, relatively. Well, doesn't WB own them? So it was like, it was very sketchy at first, and then they, when I thought I heard them say, Spooky goes, Yeah, we can have a family mode. And they're like, You can change things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, family mode for Rick and Morty is just them beeping out all the cursing. But yeah. You can technically have a family mode. Dude, season five premieres this month, June 20th. Yep. yep. Um, I'm excited to play it again. I'm excited for updates. It's, I like the theme. The col- The pinball is better than the TV show season four. Like it, the pinball brings me back to the good days of my memories, my nostalgia memory of Rick and Morty. And season four kind of wrecked it. But the pinball has all that good stuff. It's like just the best of Rick and Marty into a pinball machine. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely love it. And I'm excited to learn if I can try to get the shots learned. Because that's be, part of it. 
Yeah, I mean, if you learn the shots, though, you're going to go home and you're going to be dog shit at, you know, Lord of the Rings. I have a hard time. Uh, the 180 ramp on Lord of the Rings. I, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think my game. I don't know. Whatever. That's the Legolas shot where it like immediately goes up and swoops around. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. My game's not level, I don't think. And fucking level your games. That would require labor. Uh, that shot is really hard for me for some reason at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I can't hit that one, man. Especially, I had a monster of a game on it the other day. And I needed like that. Because there's a couple modes of that shot and then the other ramp back and forth. Mm-hmm. And oof, couldn't hit that shot, man. Oh, I even <laughs> got the ring. It's not ring frenzy. That's a different mode. But there's a destroy. I got to destroy the ring. And mm-hmm. I fucking couldn't hit that shot. Yep. But that's not the wizard wizard mode on Lord of the Rings, is it? That's like the mini wizard. Yeah. Dude, I can get there. It's exciting. Yeah. Like, it's weird that I've been completed all the multi-balls then started doing it again. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like a badass. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not. You're not. You're a fake. You're a phony. A phony this baloney. A phony. But, uh, all right. Well, I think we're at that time. Where can you find us? Oh, man. You can find us on Facebook at Flippin' and Mashing. Where else can they find us, Parnell? You can email us at flippinandmashing at gmail.com. Wow. <laughs> um... And you can find us on all the podcatchers. Yes, you can. And please feel free if, if you have any input. Uh, we'd love to hear from our listeners, even if it's negative. Oh, hey. Zach edited last podcast, episode 66. That was his total edits. I didn't do anything. Yep. He did an amazing job. Yeah. And moving forward, he's going to be our editor. So we're super <laughs> excited. After this uh two-hour episode we'll see what he says oh man he's gonna have this done tomorrow for you to be able to upload it to podbean but yeah if anybody has any comments on the editing on how much i suck at pinball the p3 rick and morty let us know yeah happy to talk with you so uh with that though good evening good day Good night and goodbye. Oh, I forgot where the tab was. Goodbye. Goodbye. You spelled boobies bobbies. Those aren't boobies. Those are bobbies. We don't need more bobbies. We need more boobies. No, we're talking about bobbies. This is a fucking upside down world. (laughs) (laughs) What do they call those different worlds in Rick and Morty? Uh, Dimensions? Yeah, this is a My Little Pony. Suck Town. Dimension.